Welcome, listeners, to a journey that begins with a single question. When was the last time that you truly disconnected? In a world where our screens have become extensions of ourselves, we're here to explore the art of stepping back, of reclaiming moments that are untethered from the constant hum of notifications. If you're on Instagram and you're using it to market your business, I can almost guarantee that at some point you felt what I'm going to share in this episode. There are over 1 billion monthly users on Instagram, a billion. Many of us are using it to create content and market our businesses, building our brands or, you know, creating an impact. And many of us are using it to actually consume that content. But regardless of whatever your purpose is, social media can suck you into a rabbit hole. That's exactly what it did for me. A rabbit hole of comparison and into a vortex that is just not healthy for your mental health. So in this episode, I want to share with y'all my personal experience taking a two and a half pushing three week break with zero social media production or consumption. And I had some very, very powerful realizations around all of it that I want to share with you because I know that so many of you will be able to relate. Let's do this, savages. What is going on, savages? And thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Business Savage Podcast. If you're a business owner and you're looking to expand yourself and your business, you're in the right place. I'm your host and your business coach, Cassandra Britton. I am a serial entrepreneur providing a savage approach for entrepreneurs to grow both personally and professionally, sparking that hunger inside of business owners and reigniting their flame to take their business and their mindset to the next level. If you've got a sec and you want to follow along on our journey on social, hit us up at at the.business.savage. And of course, if y'all enjoy this episode, please do us a favor, grab the link of the episode and share it with a friend or somebody who just needs to hear this message. It greatly helps us and it helps other people grow. Also, be sure to hit that bell at the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air. All right, friends, let's dive in, shall we? Guys, I'm going to get pretty vulnerable on this episode as I have been on a lot of our episodes. Uh, I know that so many of you can connect and can relate and you're enjoying seeing that truth. So I was going through a lot personally and I needed a freaking break. Pushing a couple of months ago now, I took a two and a half week, almost three week break from Instagram, which is embarrassingly the first time I've ever done that since downloading the app, which was, I don't even know a decade ago. I can say with full ownership, I had an addiction to social media. And it wasn't even so much producing or creating the content because I've been able to take a break from that, shut off my brain. You know, y'all see all this content from me all the time and, and I have the ability to turn that off. It was more so my inability to stop consuming and what that consumption was doing for my mental health. So let's talk about it candidly. I want to talk to you about the things that many of you, if not all of you, have or are currently experiencing. And maybe you don't want to admit it. Maybe you've never even really thought about it. And this is going to give you a new perspective. So we're going to start with this. I want you to ask yourself 
these questions. When you post something, specifically on Instagram, if it doesn't get tons of likes or comments, does the post still feel worthy? If you pour your heart and soul into writing a caption and as you're about to hit that post share button, you just feel so confident in the message that you're sharing, but it receives three likes, five likes, 10 likes, 100 likes, whatever that number is for you, does it still feel as powerful? Does it still feel as worthy if you don't have the validation from the likes or the comments? What about the endless scrolling? (laughs) When we open up our phones every five minutes expecting to see something different or thinking there's going to be a new like, a new post, a new comment, a new message, a new DM, a new something to give us that dopamine hit that we're looking for, and we just end up seeing something that maybe we didn't even want to see or something that puts us in a bad mood or it makes us doubt ourselves or it makes us compare ourselves to somebody else and it starts to take away our peace. But let's be honest. Embarking on a digital sabbatical isn't a simple feature. It's an odyssey. It's a deliberate choice to break free from the relentless pull of social media, even if it's just for a while. It's about reclaiming the power of presence, rediscovering the beauty of solitude, and tapping into depths of our own thoughts. Like so many of us that run our businesses on this platform, we have to be on it a lot. We're in this loop cycle where we check it constantly. Even if we just checked it two minutes ago, just to see if there's anything new, that dopamine hit. Well, just like all of you, I was addicted to this cycle. I used to find myself in a never-ending loop. I'd go from my messages to Instagram to emails and like a freaking crack addict on repeat, I would cycle through this. Never-ending. I was waiting for a new hit of dopamine. And I had to pause and I had to truly ask myself, why? What was I waiting for? What was I really seeking? And in that same breath, what was I really lacking? Or was it something I was even running from? A vice that I was using. So let's talk about it. Some of the reasons that we're caught in this loop, social media, it is a powerful but also a dangerous tool. I call it dangerous because you only see what people want you to see. Listen to that again. What people choose for you to see. Remember that. We get to choose what we show. We get to choose what we post. We get to carefully curate a message exactly what we want the world to see. What we showcase, it's 99% of our highlight reel. It's the beautifully crafted, the beautifully edited, and the beautifully curated feed. It's the aesthetically pleasing photos. It's the perfect lighting. It's capturing a moment 17 times just to make sure that it was worthy for social media instead of just uploading the first image in its full authentic expression. People will upload their celebrations, their achievements, the beautiful views, the trips, the sunsets, the cool adventures, the hikes, the engagements, the pregnancies, their beautiful aspects of their lives. And by doing so, it instantly makes you feel less about where you are at if you're not experiencing any of that same level of beauty. If you're not in a beautiful setting, 
and you see one on social media, it can either inspire you to work harder to be in the place where you want to get to experience that type of life, or it makes you feel like shit because you're not there yet. When you see fitness models and people with beautiful bodies, you think that they just have that body and it makes you feel like yours is not enough. But you also don't see the work that goes in behind the scenes for them to get that body. We just see the end result. What about did it even happen if social media doesn't show it? If you didn't post it on social media? This concept was something that really hit me. I found myself in situations where before... I would actually enjoy the moment that I was in. I was pulling out my phone to show the world that I was doing it. And I'm just being really super honest and vulnerable with you guys. I know that you can feel me on it. There were certain things that I was doing that without the pressure of posting it on social media and the performance of the proverbial bleachers, I didn't care to do it. Moments that I was able to be more present for, experiences that I realized weren't actually important to me. So if the world doesn't see it, does it even matter? Did it even happen? Ask yourself this question. Why are you posting what you are posting? Who is it for? Is it a performance or is it truth? Is it authentic? What's the point? I want to talk about validation. Woo! The world of social media, it is toxic for seeking out validation. When your value comes from social validation, what happens when you remove the social validation? Does it still matter as much? The people who care about you, they will find you. They will message you. They have your cell phone number. They know how to get a hold of you. They know how to check in on you. The quote unquote friends that are only on your Instagram, your Instagram friends, They don't actually know you. They don't actually know anything about your life. They aren't going to be there if you lose your social account. So what does their validation of a like or a comment really matter? How many times a day do you guys check your story views? You know, the notorious swipe up to see if a certain someone has actually viewed your story or worse, if they didn't. Oh no, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid that they didn't look yet. Heaven forbid that they didn't like it. That must mean it wasn't good enough. I know. I know the thoughts that go through our heads. And I can be very honest when I say this. I actually got away from viewing my story likes a very long time ago. And I know that's a double-edged sword and it's debatable. Some people that are in the marketing space say I'm missing out on opportunities because there's new viewers and there's new followers and there's new people engaging that I could be interacting with. But also, I just got to a point where I don't really fucking care. I don't care who's looking at my stories. It doesn't make it any better of a story or any worse of a story if someone is or isn't viewing it or viewed it and didn't like it or is liking it or isn't liking it or any of it. I posted it because I wanted to. It's a message that I wanted to share. So I got away from doing that a really long time ago. In reality, I know that can probably really hit home with a lot of you because many of my girlfriends, especially, they are those notorious swipe uppers, right? It simply just never really was me. From a business perspective, I know it makes a lot of sense. The swipe up, see who's viewing your content, right? I get it. But if someone views my stories or they don't, 
that doesn't take away from the value of the content. If they're looking or they aren't, if it popped up in their algorithm or it doesn't, that doesn't change if I keep doing me. When your value, it comes from within, it doesn't matter who looks. And on that note, how much of your brain space is being occupied by the thoughts of you missing out on leads and opportunities from a business perspective, right? DMs, your response time. But when you're out for dinner, you're trying to connect, you're trying to have a moment, maybe you're on a first date or maybe you're out with a girlfriend or trying to reconnect with your family, but you're worried about the reply that you may or you, you may not have even received yet. So you're constantly checking your DMs. You're worried that if you take too long to reply to somebody that they're going to move on or they're going to forget about you. And we allow this response time to control us instead of us setting those boundaries with our DMs. That one was killing me. Let's talk about your follower count. Why the fuck does this matter so much? Are you more worthy Are your services all of a sudden better when you have a larger following? (laughs) We're all guilty of it. The second we see someone who has a large following, we go, oh, wow. It gives them that instant credibility and we think that they're important or someone that we should be paying attention to. (laughs) Why do you think we have people paying for that stupid little blue check mark to gain credibility to our businesses at a level of prestige? It's smart marketing. Why wouldn't we do it? But that doesn't mean that I agree with it. I know some businesses and personal brands with incredibly small followings that are more powerful than brands and businesses crushing the social following game. So a following count doesn't really matter. Why do we care about it? Well, it's because society cares. And if society likes us, then we feel accepted. We feel worthy, right? Don't you dare say no to me because I know you have or at some point have or you currently feel like this. Think about it. Brands are more likely to work with you because people are more likely to reshare your things and engage with your content, buy from you, interested in what you're doing, respond to your stories, collaborate with you. If they can use your account to reach more people so they care about follower account. So in this case... Maybe it does matter. If it didn't get enough likes, we don't think it was successful. If it didn't catch a viral trend, it wasn't good enough. These questions that consume precious time in our brains, time that we could be creating, connecting with ourselves, connecting with our loved ones, or better yet, living, presence. But yet we only seem to think something was worthy if it gets a lot of likes, shares, saves, whatever it is. Y'all do it. Y'all look at your insights. I do it. Sometimes the reels, they don't take off. And all of a sudden you think it wasn't as powerful of a share. A message can be so powerful and so impactful, but it doesn't get many interactions. And then that means that it wasn't as good as you thought. Has barely any value. Will just randomly take off be shared like wildfire those ones I'll still never understand I still have yet to fully understand the algorithm and here's the flip side of this that does tell us a lot about our audience what are they like what is the common ground with the content that they're sharing and that they're saving there's a message that is hidden in there 
should you choose to seek it. Let's talk about the comparison game. We've all played it. We create content for social media because we know everyone will see it here, but in reality, do they really? We can't control the algorithm. So does everyone really see it? The glorious comparison game that comes from social media. We open the app to see everybody else's highlight reel. Maybe we're having a really bad day. Maybe we gained weight. Maybe someone broke up with us. Maybe our jeans don't fit. Maybe we just got fired. Maybe we just got some bad news in our business. Maybe we open up social and in seek of a dopamine hit to feel a sense of connection. Instead, we see somebody else who looks more fit, someone else who looks happy in their relationship. Maybe they got recently engaged or they just had a baby and someone else who hit some epic milestone in their business and like a bat out of hell, we go down a terrible spiral of self-sabotage and the floodgates open of all the negative things that we could possibly think and say to ourselves. Why am I not as blank? She's better. He's richer. They're smarter. Her business is more blank. She's nicer. His voice is better. The list goes on with the ER game. Constantly comparing ourselves to someone else's highlight reel and they are better. Have you ever stopped to realize that nobody posts their down moments on social media? Because who would want to watch that? <laughs> we don't want to see the sad moments, the fights, the hard shit the bickering, the ownership that people are facing to get us through to that next shiny photograph. So when you're not at your very best and you open up social to see only everybody else's best, it instantly takes you to a place of comparison, which is unhealthy. Not to mention it's not fucking real. I know people who are posting things that are not personally how their life really is. I would see them struggling. I would hear their bullshit and then see what they post on social media and it was completely different than what they're actually experiencing or going through. Showing the world the happy moments and none of the truth. So it really made me go inward and ask myself, how much of that am I doing? How often did people open up social media, see my highlight reel, and instantly start comparing themselves to me and where I'm at. Not realizing the struggles behind the scenes and the amount of tears that I have actually cried to get me to those shiny moments. So firstly, here's my commitment to y'all. It's to show more of the rawness. Do y'all want to see me crying and having a temper tantrum? No, surely not. But I also commit to showing more of that real, that raw the authentic, the behind the scenes, not just the shiny staging moments. Because that's the real. And you need to understand that. Secondly, I need y'all to understand that somebody else's win does not mean your loss. There is room for everybody to win. And just because somebody posts their engagement, their next big client, their new boat, their new car, their new trip, their new baby, whatever it is, it does not mean that you are losing. Your friend getting engaged. That doesn't mean a loss for you because you're single. Your competition getting a new client or having a really big month. It doesn't mean it's a loss for you because your business is struggling that month. Somebody else reaching their goal weight when you just finished a bag of potato chips. It isn't a loss for you. Wrap your head around that. You can both win. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for everyone. No one can be you. 
So why are we comparing ourselves to somebody else's timeline, somebody else's path? You're not seeing the shit that they are dealing with behind the scenes. You don't know the number of bad dates that she went on to find her soulmate. You don't know the number of miscarriages that she had to get her to that healthy pregnancy and that baby. The second we compare ourselves to them and their wins, we forget about the humanization that they are experiencing between their wins. Just like you. Now let's talk about performance. Social media is the world of performance. We have to be careful what we say on social media because you might offend somebody. We're told to authentically be ourselves and express. What makes you you and unique, your unique selling point, that's what's going to make your brand explode, right? How strongly you will be you. Simply you sharing your unique voice and your unique message and not trying to be anybody else but yourself is what's going to make your brand and your message expand, right? Okay. But yet the more we stand in our truth and share our authenticity, the more the haters come out and play, right? Y'all have heard me call them the Cheeto-fingered keyboard warriors that sit behind their keyboards ripping on us. The people who are out there doing the damn thing, chasing our dreams because they don't have the courage to do what we're doing, they'll rip on us. And that's okay. As I always say, maybe me simply standing here in my truth and speaking my message and standing in my power will inspire them to one day do the same. So how do we maintain and run an online business without allowing social media to consume us? How do we create healthy boundaries and a relationship with it? Here's what I've come up with in this process. Step one, there is an unfollow button and there is a mute button. And I strongly encourage y'all to use it. Minimize what you are consuming. From this point forward, I am slowly going through and removing followers. If you do not feed me, if you do not fuel me, if your message is not being shared authentically and I don't feel your passion, it's going to be unfollow. The mute button, friends, if you don't want to unfollow somebody, Maybe it's going to hurt their feelings or for whatever reason you want to keep them around. But maybe you just don't want to see what they're posting to the world right now. Use that mute button. I've got many of my followers muted. And it's been very helpful navigating through certain seasons. Step two, hide your app. Hiding the app was actually very, very helpful for me. When it is right there at the bottom four on your iPhone and so easily accessible, it's very easy to find yourself in that loop of just spinning. But hiding the app was actually very, very powerful for me because I had to seek to go find it and I could catch myself in that thought pattern of, what are you seeking right now? And step three is to share your damn truth. Stop letting this platform control you and start taking back your power. Get off of it. Set timers to limit how long that you're actually on it and ask yourself as you go to open up the app, what am I seeking right now? So y'all, I am here sharing an experience that I embarked on because it was time. It was necessary. Social media is a beautiful, powerful tool for us as business owners, a way for us to connect with our audience and build relationships. But please set boundaries with it. Do not allow it to consume your life the way so many of us business owners do. 
set proper boundaries with it, honor and respect those boundaries for your mental health. And maybe you just need to go cold turkey like I did. I just woke up one day, I wasn't feeling good. I was tired of constantly consuming. I was tired of filling my brain with other people's thoughts rather than allowing my own to come through. I needed to remember who the fuck I was and that you do go on with or without social media and that there is no power in it. Remember that and ask yourself this, who are you when nobody else is watching? Friends, that is all that I have for y'all for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If this connected, if this resonated, if you feel like you are ready for a social media purge, if you have anything you would like to share, ironically, my DMs are open, but I'm also going to encourage you to send me an email, info at thebusinesssavage.com. I love y'all. Leave a review if you enjoy this or send this to a friend that needs to get off Instagram for a little bit and reconnect with their power. Remember, a savage can get knocked down, friends, but they will always, always get back up. You take what you need. Peace, guys. Peace.